So you know the feeling. That feeling you've forgotten something. Your heart starts to race for a moment. Your mind becomes distracted. You can't quite put your finger on what it is, but something just feels wrong. Out of balance. Do you know that feeling? Well, here on Earth, we get short-sighted. The span of a day, a year, a lifetime, these things are nothing in relation to eternity. And yet, the things that often concern us most are the things that will eventually pass away, be forgotten. So here's a question. What are you living for? What is it that you spend most of your time and your efforts trying to put your finger on? trying to control, trying to pursue. And how do those things build the kingdom of heaven? So join me today as we meditate, deeply reflect, and pray about living with heaven in mind from 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 and 16. But first, if you will join me in an opening prayer. Dear Lord God, it so often occurs to me that I live my life satisfied with hamburger when I can have steak. I live my life worried about things that have already been fixed. Lord God, keep me from gazing at my navel and just slide your finger under my chin to lift my eyes to you. Let me live for you, your smile, your love, and your eternity, and your Son, and it's in His name that I pray. Amen. So when you're ready, softly close your eyes, just breathe deeply, and settle in. Let me be mindful of our time together. So you just sit back and relax, and prepare to lift your mind, your thoughts, and your soul to Him now in prayer. You know, relaxing is not always easy. Are there barriers in your life right now keeping you from seeing God? Confess those to Him and take all of the time you need. God is in no rush. So pause here if you need to. The Creator God who brought you here is the loving God that is concerned for you. Let His Spirit prepare your mind to listen for a word or a phrase to remind you of Him today as I read from our passage. Listen carefully to 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 and 16. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world... The love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and the pride of life, is not from the Father, but is from the world. What part stuck out to you? What did you notice? Take a moment right now to center on that word or thought or image that God gave you. 
Listen to the tension in this passage, the conflict. We are in the world, but God does not love the things of the world. The things we desire with our flesh and our eyes, God does not desire. Be still and ponder this tension. Do you feel it in your life? Consider it now in prayer. With eyes still closed and your body still postured before God, listen again as I read from 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 and 16. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and the pride of life, are not from the Father but are from the world. What did you notice this time? Did you find what you expected to find? Maybe you discovered something new and deeper. Reflect on what the Spirit whispered to you, and let your reflection be your prayer. What is a deep longing in your heart? What is a desire of your flesh or your eyes? Ponder them, consider them, and name them as you reflect and meditate on them now in prayer. What were your answers? Were any of them desires that weren't God's? Do you possibly have longings that aren't His? Ponder and consider that, and let your confession be your prayer. Now listen one and final time as I read and you reflect on 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 and 16. Do not love the world or the things in the world. 
If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and the pride of life, is not from the Father, but is from the world. It occurs to me, if we desire and long for things that aren't of Him, then we should surrender them, sacrifice them. It reminds me of the first verse of Romans chapter 12. Keep your eyes closed here and meditative as I read that passage. I urge you, by the mercies of God, to present your body, to dedicate all of yourself, to set your own desires apart as a living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God. This act is a rational, logical, intelligent act of worship. And do not be conformed to this world any longer. Don't accommodate it. Don't harmonize with it, this world with its superficial values and customs. But be transformed and progressively changed by the renewing of your mind. And focus on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourself what the will of God is. His will that is good and acceptable and perfect. Did you hear in the beginning about presenting yourself as a living sacrifice? What do you desire that is not godly, not ethical, or the most superficial? With your eyes closed, I want you to imagine turning those thoughts and ideas into tangible objects and placing them on an altar, placing them to be sacrificed, to be taken away. And take all the time you need here. Now, stay there for a moment. Which desires in your life were hardest to sacrifice before God? What do you see in the face of God as He takes them from you? What does He see in your face? Let the Spirit of God guide your thoughts as you imagine that. Staying there for one more moment, what does God place in front of you to replace what has been sacrificed? What does He offer that is His, that is good, that is acceptable and perfect to fill your life? Take time now to thank Him for these gifts.
Pray with me now in closing. Dear great God of heaven, you sent your Son into the world, but he was not of it. He was different. He was a light in the midst of darkness, and he came to give us your light, your love, and your truth. So let my life reflect you. Let me find real purpose in using my gifts and opportunities to build your name and your kingdom. Make the love of the world feel uncomfortable and unfulfilling in my life. And then fill me with your purpose and your love. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. When you feel ready here, open your eyes. But before you rush off into your hectic day, consider something. Consider what in your life that you would like to surrender to God. Journal it today. Write it down. And then hold that note in your hand. Make it real. And offer it to Him. I hope you do that today, just as I hope you come back here for Christ-centered meditation, deep reflection, and prayer on Abide.